You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Alexa Dad, and today we are talking Nats baseball with our MLB.com Nationals reporter, Jamal Collier. Jamal, it's interesting. The Nationals have not made too many moves this offseason, and uh, the real ultimate goal, obviously, is to win a postseason series. This team uh, has been dominant in the division the last couple of years, but when you look at this team from the perspective of the front office and what the GM is trying to do, Mike Rizzo, what is the vision and what is this team's short-term goal and what they're trying to accomplish right now? Yeah, I mean, you kind of alluded to it. The, the the greater goal for this team is to win the World Series and to obviously get out of the first round. They've kind of had that, you know, hump that they haven't been able to get over these the last couple of years. And I think really, you know, they felt that they had a team that they just had to kind of tweak this offseason and kind of just fine-tune them around the edges. Uh, and they've done that by bringing a lot of the, the same kind of cast of characters uh, back. You know, they had the, those top eight position players all set. They had their top four starters set. Um, so really the biggest things for them was, you know, reassuring the bullpen up. It was bringing Brandon Kinsler back. Uh, you know, same with the bench and, and signing a guy like Matt Adams, uh, bringing Howie Kendrick back on another uh, contract as well. Um, and, and really, you know, besides that, they really haven't done anything major here um, outside of kind of assuring up those couple of things, trying to figure out what they're going to do with the backup catcher with the Miguel Montero signing, you know, bringing in some guys to, to compete for the fifth starter spot. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a team that feels that they've got all those core pieces set this year, uh, especially, you know, with, this year to be able to go for another uh, shot at this championship, um, especially with some of the contracts that could potentially be coming off the books here in about a year or so. I know you're excited to head down to spring training, be down in that sunshine in West Palm. That's going to be a lot of fun. Who are you most excited to see when you arrive to camp? Yeah, I think just the most intriguing thing uh, for a lot of his Nats is going to be Dave Martinez. Um, you know, we talked about everything kind of being the same and not a whole lot of kind of major changes for the Nats this offseason, uh, except for at the beginning when they kind of made the biggest change, the biggest shot, you know, probably that we've seen so far uh, is, is firing Dusty Baker. And, you know, basically after that team for the two years there had been successful, won the division, won 95 or so games, uh, for them to make that kind of change was really that they, they wanted to go in a different direction. They wanted to see another guy who could potentially get them over the hump um, and to see exactly. We don't know what Dave Martinez is going to be uh, as a manager. No one's, you know, we can, we've seen him as a bench coach. People who know him have ideas, and he's kind of given us you know, small hints. But uh, until we actually see how this guy runs his camp, you know, how relaxed or loose is he going to be? A lot of those things the Cubs did or Joe, the Joe Madden stuff got credit for. A lot of people have come out and said, well, that was actually Dave's idea to do some of the, the fun breakfast on the field days or, or wacky T-shirts or whatever it might be. Um, so you might see some of those things coming into NAS camps. You're going to see lots of different lineup combinations. We've talked about, you know, will pitchers bat eighth? What will they do is turn Turner and Harper? Will Rendon bat? Um, I think all those things are just intriguing to see uh, exactly how Martinez runs his camp and just kind of what different things could he do uh, as manager um, that we haven't seen in the past here in Washington. Yeah, the first thing that comes to a lot of people's minds when they talk about Dave Martinez is Joe Madden. And yeah. I know getting out from under Joe mm-hmm. Madden's shadow is going to be a big thing for Martinez. How do you believe he establishes himself as his own manager rather than, you know, basically a subset of Joe Madden and what Joe Madden did? How can he do that early on in spring training? Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's, I'm interested in that as well. 
Uh, and one thing he has said is, look, me and Joe were really successful together <laughs> in 10 years. So I'm not going to completely be different, uh, you know, than Joe. But, you know, there's going to be certain quirks or certain things that probably Dave will, will do over the course of a, a, a long season or even a, a spring training, um, uh, you know, that you might get to see a chance to see his personality, whether it be in, in the dugout or in, in you know, interviews or, or, or you know, like I said, just kind of some of the things he, res he runs his camp. Um, you know, I'm not really sure. I think that's, like I said, one of the things that I'm uh, – intrigued about it, excited to see here exactly um, what is the, the personality of Dave Martinez and exactly how he's going to run um, and, and, and kind of lead this team. Um, it's going to be kind of fun to watch. In terms of a player that you're excited to see, someone, you know, fielding grounders out there, getting the, the bat back in their hands, who are you excited to see step onto the field spring training? I think Adam Eaton is going to be pretty intriguing just because, you know, he's a guy who obviously came at such a heavy price a year ago. Um, and really, we got the month of him, uh, where he was really good and really impactful, and it and it looked, you know, like they had kind of made a really good trade here, and then he kind of, you know, goes down with the injury, and and uh, obviously we we uh, have kind of been haven't seen him now in almost a year or so. I think just seeing how recovered he is from the injury is going to be interesting. Um, you know, whether he'll have any limitations once he starts running in the outfield or the bases or whatever, um, and just see how quickly he kind of p- puts everything back together. Uh, they're going to start him off a little slow in spring training, but you know, they don't expect him to expect him to be ready for opening day and everything, just kind of want to ease him into things and kind of get his legs on there before they really start pushing him. But uh, I think Eaton is the first guy for me, um, you know, as guys that are new coming back that I'll be excited to see. Uh, but, I mean, you know, kind of also Bryce Harper is, is always one of those guys that you're excited to see especially a guy entering a contract year, heading into free agency. We've heard about how he's looked this offseason and how focused he is. Um, I mean, I'll be, I'll be definitely watching for Bryce as well. Yeah, two guys who had very similar injuries. Uh, so it'll be interesting to yeah. see how uh, they both start the year fresh and uh, hopefully 100% healthy. All right, let's go ahead and uh, let's predict the 25-man roster. Now, this isn't set in stone, obviously. Some things could change as we go through spring training, but I feel like the Nationals are one of those teams where not much is going to fluctuate. It's going to be pretty much how we have it now, but let's go ahead and uh, start with the rotation. Uh, Give me who you believe is going to be in the rotation, the bullpen, and then we'll go around the horn. Yeah, uh, like you said, this roster is virtually set. I mean, it won't be a whole, whole lot of – uh, position battles, barring injury, going uh, you know during the spring. Uh, one of the ones we will see in the rotation is at the fifth starter spot. Uh, you figure Max Scherzer, Schlossberg, uh, Jürgen Gonzalez, and Tanner Roark are locks for their spots as the, the top four. Um, and you'll have a combination of, the, of guys going for that fifth spot. I think A.J. Cole is who I would predict right now. I think he's a favorite going in. Uh, GM Mike Rizzo has been on record saying that as well. Um, they really were impressed about what he did over those last month and a half or two two months or so uh, over the season. And he's also a guy who's out of options and has, has kind of done this kind of bouncing up and down as a starter before. I think they're pretty comfortable starting the year with him as the fifth starter. All right, cool. And then uh, go through the bullpen for us. Yeah, the bullpen, um, you know, the, the guys in the back three are, are also pretty set, that being Sean Doolittle, Ryan Madsen, and Brandon Kinsler. Um, you know, from there, I think Sean Kelly and Coda Glover, if they can prove that they're healthy, uh, and can be effective. Those guys are pretty much uh, locks as well as to make the bullpen. Um, and then you're looking at probably Andy Romero and, and Sammy Solis from the left side to kind of round out the seven there. Um, I think you know, and I think that uh, that, that this has got the, the chance to have some some fluctuation here, chance for some battles, just because if some of those guys are healthy or aren't you know uh, productive and have some options, this is where you can see the Nets maybe start to pick some different names and try to keep a bunch of guys for some depth. Um, I think those seven right now are probably the, the biggest, the biggest uh, leaders of the pack. 
All right, sounds good. And then on the field, how's that looking? Well, Matt Wieters, I think it's obviously is going to be a starting catcher as of right now. Um, I think Pedro Severino is, is probably the favorite to be his backup. You know, Miguel Montero is in camp to push him, and if Severino, uh, you know, shows that he's regressed hitting or doesn't show any kind of progress there, perhaps you could see a change there. But I think Severino's probably still the favorite to be the backup. Uh, I think Ryan Zimmerman and Matt Adams are pretty set at first base. Uh, Daniel Murphy, uh, Trey Turner, and Anthony Rendon who ran up the infield with kind of one more defoe and Howie Kendrick, you know, coming off the bench as well as your utility guys. Um, and if you want to go to the outfield, too, obviously those spots are set with Harper, Eaton, and Michael Taylor. Um, Brian Goodwin's probably your fourth outfielder as well for them. Uh, and I think that that's going to leave Victor Robles off the opening day roster. I think that you know, the biggest thing with him is he's going to start um, and, and that they don't want him being the fourth outfielder or coming off the bench or playing some kind of reduced role. So unless there's some injury where he can play every day or he kind of blows everybody away in camp and something unforeseen happens, I think that uh, Michael Taylor will start off at the center fielder and Victor will be in the uh, AAA. And when can we expect to see Victor Robles in a starting role? Uh, that's tough. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's going to depend on Michael Taylor. If Michael Taylor plays really well all season and kind of continues to do some of the things that he did last year, uh, you probably won't see it until 2019, to be honest. Um, but if, if Taylor struggles and Robles is lighting it up, um, perhaps they could be talked into making some kind of change. But they're going to give you know, Taylor a real shot here to, to continue to prove that he's you know, pro- you know, made progress as a player. I don't think it's going to be a quick hook or anything. So I would say at the earliest, we're looking somewhere around midseason. All right, Jamal, before we let you go, I know a lot of fans are headed down because they're really excited to see this Nationals team, kind of this final push before Bryce Harper, uh, you know, potentially uh, goes to another team. But uh, this is definitely the year to do it. So I know there are a lot of fans are headed down to West Palm. What, what's the one thing that you would say to a fan who's headed down there that you're excited for, that they can be excited to see, and the kind of interaction and uh, exposure they can expect? Yeah, I mean, it, the facility is still so new, and, and, and even last year, they were still kind of going under some finishing touches under it. Um, I'm excited to see just now that it's kind of completely done, the construction will be out of the way, um, how the just finished product looks as far as just the stadium and the, the complex. Um, I think that you know fans were excited about how just kind of a, a, a clean experience it was last year. The practice fields are a lot closer now to the field, so you can watch some, some of the, the warm-ups before the game. You can... Uh, see a minor league game if you want. You can also get right over to the stadium. Um, I think it's just a, a good chance for fans to interact with players and get autographs or, or, or pictures or whatever it is that you know they may be coming for that experience. It's, it's the best chance, I think, uh, definitely all season for fans to really kind of get up and close uh, and personal to the team uh, because everybody's obviously so relaxed and, and there's a chance for um, you know for for those kind of opportunities as they go you know go about their work during the day. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing is if you're a fan of of, of the Nationals and you want to kind of get a, a chance to see this team before uh, the season starts, this is a really good opportunity to do it um, when the stakes are, are still low and everybody's in a good mood. Yeah, that's the best time for sure, and when there's tons of sunshine. When are you headed down, Jamal? I'll be leaving the uh, 13th of February. The day before my Valentine's Day plans are all set. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, then it seems like the next time we'll talk to you, you will be down there in West Palm, and we're excited to uh, get some of the sights and sounds when we get uh, you on the ground there. So that'll be a lot of fun. So that's going to do it for us here on MLB.com Extras, our Nationals edition. We'll be back next week from West Palm with a brand new episode, so make sure you stay tuned. Thanks, Jamal, and safe travels. Thank you.